Blog Talk Radio. Yo, yo. They scared to come outside. Tell the boys they better pray. Tell the boys they out the way. Tell them ain't nobody safe. On my mama on my gang. We gon' put it in their face. Yo, they scared to come outside. Yo, 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 it's your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Ball from Yachtown, better known as Sports Talk DT, and we are live with Women Love Sports 2. Uh, I am awaiting Brittany uh, Connors to call on. We will be having a full recap of the NBA draft. I definitely have to give a shout-out to uh, the producer, Mr. Rolo Solo Dolo of the Relax Relay Show, that appears every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday on IFM 
Radio, and I have to give a shout-out to the engineer, Miss Kennedy, on the ones and twos. So on the NBA draft on yesterday, we saw the Detroit Pistons select Mr. K. Cunningham, 6'8", point guard from Oklahoma State University with the number one overall draft pick. We want to know your comments, so call in and give us a shout-out, 515-605-9898. Let us know what you thought about on your thoughts about K. Cunningham going to the Detroit Pistons. Um, I it looks like that we have Brittany Connors live herself. Brittany, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, DT? This is your girl Bree with Women Love Sports Two. We are in full effect. We are live. This is our first live show, and I thought, what better way to uh, celebrate and have a, a, a good first episode uh, without uh, got to mention the Pistons? We we got the number one overall draft pick for the first time in in some years. So wanted to do a special edition uh, of Women Love Sports to NBA Draft Edition. So, yeah, how you feeling today, DT? Man, I'm feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good, just having a good day, relaxing every day. You know how that goes. Absolutely. So uh, without further ado, I want to go ahead and, and jump right into it, as you stated. So I, I definitely wanted to talk about the draft, primarily because, again, uh, Detroit, we had the first pick. Uh, and, and we got Cade Cunningham. You mentioned some some things about him before. So DT, uh, you are like literally just to me the 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 brainiac when it comes to like all things sports related, breaking down and things like that. That's why I'm glad that you're a part of the show here today. So uh, let me know what are your thoughts. First, I want to know your thoughts on the draft uh, with Detroit acquiring Cade Cunningham, and then I want to see if you're able to provide us with some possible predictions preseason or, you know, how, how do you think it's going to fare out for Cade uh, uh, with the Pistons squad that we have now? Well, well first of all, Bree, uh, I think Cade to Detroit was an excellent pick by Troy Weaver and the Detroit Pistons staff. You know, Cade Cunningham uh, – they, it's been stated that there are no generational players in this draft, but Kay Cunningham is the best overall overall player in this draft. He can do it all, and he has that clutch gene. You know, a lot of players don't have that gene that when the game is on the line down by four with 30 seconds to go, and I need a bucket. A lot of players don't have that go-get-a-bucket gene with 30 seconds to go in the game. And Kay Cunningham has that. He has that. He has that gene. He has it. You know, that it factor, Kate has it. You know, I mean, you know, just from just from the fact of that him wearing the buffs, he stated that if Detroit didn't take him, the buffs was going to stay in his pocket. You know how he, you know how he uh, stated that I'm already listening to Blade Icewood music. Rest in peace to Blade Icewood. You know, I'm already listening to Sada Baby. He's embracing the Detroit culture, Bree. You know, uh, the Detroit Tigers at Comerica Park went in an uproar when he came for his workout. We want K. Doom, 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 doom. You know, he threw out the first pitch tonight at Comerica Park. You know, Detroit basketball is back. You know, I'm excited about this regime. He signed and he signed a deal with Nike. You know, he got the largest shoe deal out of all of the rookies. Bree. Detroit basketball is back. I'm excited about Kate Cunningham. 
Hey, I, and you start, and you know what? You you get me even more excited about them. Um, I think that this is the kind of fresh start that Detroit needed for sure. Um, and do you think that we'll like kind of build a team, eventually build a team around him, or can he blend in with, with what we have and become a, a a leader in that aspect? Man, the Detroit Pistons will make the playoffs this year. There, uh, I mean, I, I'm and for and for two very reasons. I believe that uh, Coach Dwayne Casey, he is one of the best coaches in the NBA that understands how to develop talent, how to develop mm-hmm. and get the most out of the young players. Uh, even though the Detroit Pistons didn't do well last year, if you actually watched them play last year, the games didn't really show that because they played a lot of games where they lost by two points, three points, four points, five points, right down, right down to the wire. So that already shows that we have a core, and these guys can get busy and play basketball. So now you bring in, so now you bring in a guy who can play any position between the one from the one to through the three. You know what I mean? This is a this is a great great fit. <laughs> you know, D- D- Detroit basketball is back. It's back, baby. It's back. It's back, and it's back in full effect. And I, for one, cannot wait. I can't wait. Until oh yeah. And, and my second reason is. And my second reason is is that, you know, the I, I'm I'm a diehard Pistons fan, so I want to give a shout out to um, Pistons Hall of Famer uh, Hall of Famer head coach Chuck Daly, his daughter Sydney Daly. As everyone knows, rest in peace to Chuck Daly. The Pistons retired number two in the rafters um, to celebrate the two titles that he uh, coached uh, under. And they stated that no one will ever wear the number two again in Detroit Piston history. But Kay wanted to keep his college number, which was number two, and the Chuck Daly family, uh, preferably his daughter, Sydney Daly, gave Kay Cunningham the okay to wear number two. So for the pick number two down from the rafters and give it to Kay Cunningham um, in honor of Chuck Daly is monumental, and I believe that uh, Detroit basketball is back. I'm excited. It has to be with, with something like that. Yeah, absolute shout out to Chuck Daly and, and, and the family. Well, rest in peace, Chuck Daly, but <clears throat> definitely want to um, thank the family for that. So we have some big expectations coming from Kate uh, Cunningham um, as we are very proud and happy to have him as a part of the Detroit Pistons family. Welcome to the D, okay? And, and, and we're going to turn up. It's going to be a very interesting season. Um, do we do we have enough time to go to another one, DC, or should, or uh? Let's go, let's roll, let's roll, let's talk. Okay, so I actually wanted to talk about uh, and and, and he was uh, I believe number five pick in the draft, man, uh, uh Jalen Suggs. So I thought because you know me personally, I I honestly thought, and maybe this was just me, I honestly thought that he would have been a little bit. Uh, uh, higher in the draft, uh, a higher draft pick. Certainly, um, you know, top five, you still can't beat that. But I, I was under the impression that he possibly could have been, you know, number four, number three spot. What are What are your thoughts on that, DC? How do you feel I about have, that? I, well, well, Bree, I actually had Jalen on my big board. I had Jalen going four to Toronto um, for the simple reason that with all of the rumors, swirling around Kyle Lowry, and Kyle Lowry wanted to leave in free agency. A lot of teams planning to make a run at Kyle Lowry. I didn't think that the Toronto Raptors would 
not want to shoot up their backcourt. They just gave uh, Fred Van Fleet $84 million last year or whatever it was, uh, 82, 83, 84, somewhere around $80-plus million of free agency last year. And to, and to lose Kyle Lowry, I, I would think that the Toronto Raptors front agency, uh, front office, would be proactive in trying to secure their backcourt. So that's why I thought that Jalen was going to Toronto at four, you know, uh, to replace Kyle Lowry. I had him on my big board. A lot of teams, a lot of GMs, a lot of sports media analysts had Jalen Suggs at four. You know, he, he was a shocker to me. And most uh, big boards going to Orlando at five. Um, but I understand the move, why Orlando got him. I, it's just kind of questions on why Toronto passed on him, if that makes sense. You know, it makes perfect sense because, as you stated, you had him at number four. I had him at, as I said earlier, number four or number three at, at you know, at highest. So um, it makes absolute and perfect sense. But since he is where he is for now, um, and he's actually also the second Gonzaga player uh, to be in the top five, so shout out for that. Um, what, what are – with a player like Jalen Suggs, okay, coming into an organization like the Orlando Magic, with his – athleticism and everything that he has to offer, can you see the Orlando Magic being a team to contend in the East and possibly, possibly make it to, let's say, Eastern Conference Finals or at a minimum make the playoffs? Uh, I think that's a a stretch, Bree. I think that's a stretch. Uh, I I do believe that they are building a nice core uh, in Orlando with Cole Anthony, uh, R.J. RJ Hampton, uh, uh, Morris Wagner, uh, and now Jalen Suggs. So they have a lot of young talent there. If all things buy in, this team should be able to contend for a play-in spot uh, in the the play-in tournament. You know, but that just contends upon these things, these guys just staying healthy, you know, because Markel Fultz, Mohair Bamba, uh, Jonathan Isaac, you know, uh, Terrence Ross, you know, who, who we all know who could fill it up, you know, Gary Harris out of Michigan State, you know, out of Porter Jr., you know, who's also, you know, uh, uh, another great piece, uh, Bragness uh, out of University of Michigan, you know, so they have a lot of great pieces. Michael Carter Williams, veteran point guard. It's just on oh, how fast that they can buy into what's going to happen. I'm not sure if you were finishing up there, DT, but yeah, that I mean, <clears throat> I have nothing but high expectations uh, for Jalen Suggs, averaging over tw- uh, 20 plus points a game, 24 uh, plus points per game. <clears throat> so with um, this past season, so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to his debut uh, as well. Um, so we are going to take a really brief break, but we'll be right back with more Women Love Sports 2. We'll be talking more 2021 NBA draft, so y'all keep it locked right here on Women Love Sports 2. I'm a lit kid, I just want to let you know, no, 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 you got my heart on up, and baby, it's a no, 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 if you thought I'd ever walk out, got my heart on
Yo, yo, hey. yo. Oh, I'm sorry. 2021 draft. Go ahead, DT. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, Women Love Sports 2? What's good, Bree? Hey, man. You know, just, just sitting here recapping some of this uh, NBA draft from last night and trying to get some takeaways and what have you. Um, And, and really, one guy that I wanted to talk about, uh, he was the number seven pick. He was picked up by Golden State. Uh, Jonathan Comingo. The, the reason I wanted to talk about him is because he actually has like his story is is really impressive, and he moved to the, to America at age thirteen. And this that the draft was literally the first time that he has saw his parents since he moved here <laughs> to start playing and training and getting himself prepared for last night, his opportunity to be drafted into the into the NBA. So I kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit. Um, he played in the G League, and he's actually one of um, a few players in the draft, actually, that came from the G League. Um, but he's a rather phenomenal player as well. But his story was just so, to me, that I, I, I had to kind of break that order and bring that up and bring him up. Um, DT, with the extent of knowledge that you have, um, regarding players, topics, things like that. What are some key takeaways that you that you gathered when you think about, you know, Jonathan Comingo? Like overall, his story, his background, um, his ability, his athleticism, et cetera, et cetera. Um, his story is what got me. But knowing that 
last night was the first time he saw his parents since he was 13, knowing that he came over here at age 13 to prepare himself for a moment like that. Like, what are some, some takeaways that you have um, regarding that? Well, 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 first, first of all, Jonathan Kaminga, congratulations, young man. You made it to, you made it to the NBA. Um, and I am so proud of your story. You know, your legacy uh, will be remembered, you know, uh, one, how you can take a different route and still make it to uh, the NBA. Jonathan Kaminga will be an interesting piece for the Golden State Warriors moving forward. They asked him one question last night that I, that made me uh, respect this young man highly. He stated that I'm not trying to be the man. I just want to be a man that can help my team win. So what does that say to me right off the bat, Bree? That says that this man, he's he's coming in with a winning mentality. He's coming in with the team player mentality. He's going to play his role. I'm going to keep my head down. I'm going to keep my mouth closed. I'm going to do what Coach Kurt asked me to do. You know, Clay's coming – Clay's coming back off injury. You know, Steph playing uh, probably some of the best basketball of his career at the age of 31 years old. So this is a good time for Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, you know, if anyone ever followed Golden State basketball uh, last year, the Golden State Warriors bench was probably one of the most um, highest scoring uh, benches in the NBA, if not the best. You know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they bench, they ran it up on teams better better than most starting fives in the NBA last year. So to That's add very- Jonathan Kaminga so to add Jonathan Kaminga to a mix of Jordan uh, of Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, you know, and the uh and the rest of the uh Golden State Reserves, you know, this is a great pickup and great addition by um you know, the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I think that the Golden State Warriors have had an excellent team for the past few seasons, and um, they just continue to add on more and more uh, pieces uh, to that puzzle to basically create a a championship-caliber-type team. And to be frank with you, they don't necessarily need to have a stacked-up, piled-up, you know, team of superstars in order to do that because they're gathering the right pieces that they need to place around their superstars um, in order to make them or allow themselves to have a stellar season. So I absolutely agree with you there, DT. Um, you know, right, and another so- pick, and, and another pick that I thought that was good by 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 uh, the Golden State Warriors. They went and got the sharpshooter who who who, in my opinion, who is uh, underrated and who was went very low on most draft boards was the shooting guard from Alabama, Mr. Moses Moody. Mr. Moses Moody will will provide a, a, a direct impact and an immediate impact for the Golden State Warriors. You know, Golden State Warriors is known for what? For shooting the ball, for spreading uh, for spreading the floor, for for playing pick and roll basketball. And what did he do and what did he do at Alabama? That's where he excelled at, Bree. That's where that's where he put the bread on the butter at. You know, so and to and again, to go into a system where he can sit behind Clay Thompson and learn. Clay Thompson, in my opinion, is one of the best shooters uh in the NBA currently, even while he was injured. He still was one of the best shooters because on one leg I still believe that Clay Thompson could have came out and gave us at least 10 to 15 points just on his ability to shoot the basketball. 
And now on two good legs, he's going to be he's going to be right back to averaging his 17 to 24 points a game. And I have a young boy named Moses Moody that's sitting back watching what I do. Great move by the Golden State Warriors. Absolutely, and he could be a student to the game in, in so many aspects for that. they, You know, Clay it can be there to help mold and grow him, and he's definitely under some excellent tutelage. So I, I agree with that thoroughly. He's under some excellent tutelage. And that they have the, the makings to create a beast. <laughs> like, let's just be real about it. They have the makings to create a beast. So um, I'm very excited to see. Like, the thing that I – take away from this draft is that I'm absolutely excited about the fact of all of the excellent players that are coming out of this draft, and I'm very eager and anxious to see what they can do. Um, a lot like how I was when Zion and, and John Morant, you know, came out, and, you know, Ja actually was more of a, I mean, and obviously this was due to, you know, injuries and what have you with Zion, but uh, John Morant, phenomenal player. Like I, Like, I really feel like he has what it takes in order to, like, move up. They made the playoffs this time. I feel like possibly, if not this season, maybe the next season they may have what it takes to make it a little bit further in the playoffs. But, yeah, guys like that get me excited to watch the to watch the games and watch the, the newer players coming in to see what they can bring and what they're contributing to on these teams. So, hey. I hey Bree, I got I, I got somebody that want to say hello to you, man. He is a member of he is he is he is a member of the Sports Talk Gang. Uh, my friend, my brother, man, he's with me every Tuesday night right here on IFM Sports Radio. My boy, Sports Talk D Boy, what's going on? Talk D Boy, you there? I don't know. Well, anywho, let's go. Let's keep the show rocking and rolling. What's what's going on, Bree? All right. Did they have a? Is there anyone else um, on the line? Well, was well, I? I'm trying to get, make sure Sports Talk D Boy get patched in, but until you get patched in, let's keep the show rocking and rolling. All right. So actually, what I was going to ask you, DT, was um, because we we got the top five of who. You know, who who made the top five, who made the cut? Kay Cunningham, Jalen Green, Evan, Evan Mobley, uh, and then uh, who was number four? Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. So, out of those top five, is there anyone that wouldn't have been in your top five otherwise? Uh, if, I, if I would have to make a choice, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have took um, – Scotty uh, Barnes in the top five, I would have went. I would have went K, Jalen, Evan, Jalen, and then Jonathan. Yeah, I would have. Uh, yeah, I actually had Kaminga on my board going to um, Orlando. Okay, so hey, it looks like we got everything. It looks like we got everything sorted out. And my main man, Sports Talk D Boy, is on the line. What's going on, Sports Talk? Talk D boy, are you there? All right. I don't know, but I don't know, but until they figure that out, anywho, but yeah. Uh I had I had K I had K Jalen, Evan, Jalen, Jonathan, Scotty on my board in that order. Uh so I actually had um Scotty Barnes going to OKC. 
Um, okay. So, you know, so uh, how how did your top five end, end up? So me, I, I paid number one. Now me, I was gonna put Jalen at Jalen Suggs at number three. I would have kept Jalen Green where he is at number two, which would have moved Evan Mobley down to five, and then Scotty Barnes would have remained where he was. So I, I and essentially I would have bumped Jalen Suggs up a couple spots. Um, I, so, I absolutely had him going at number three or four. Okay, so you had Jalen, you had Jalen going three or four. Yeah, so Kay Cunningham, Jalen Green, I again it's between him and Evan Mobley. It would have been either Jalen Suggs going to the Cavs or it would have been Evan Mobley going to the Cavs, which he did. Um, so that was my flip, and then Scotty Barnes, I I kept him at, at number four. So really, Evan and, and Jalen, those were, you know, my two flip flops. I just wanted to have Jalen a, a little bit higher up in the draft. That's just me. Maybe it's just me. I I, I just I really had higher expectations uh, for him with the draft. But I mean, again. If they're picking, they you know they're picking the teams based off of what they what they most need. That doesn't make his value any less because he got picked number six instead of number four. Um, he's going to be a great addition, any you know wherever you know he would have landed. So he's with the Magic. He's going to be a great addition there, um, and I'm sure Evan Mosley is going to be the same way for the Cavs. So you know I'm saying this guy is he's what seven feet, like they have a legit seven footer. I hope that they find right things to do with him to to try to you know, kind of revive the Cavs, if you will. I mean, but we gotta. I mean, but we gotta. We, we gotta look at it from the overall makeup of a basketball standpoint, though, Bree. Uh, you know, when you look at what the Cavs uh, has did in the last four drafts, you know, they took they took Colin Sexton, they took Darius Garland, they took uh, Uzman, uh, and. Even though they did bring in Andre Drummond via uh, buyout and trade, or however, however that went down, um, and then they traded for Jared Allen and then gave Jared Allen an extension. So, so to get so to get a young center that is, in my opinion, is better than Andre Drummond, and to give him an extension, he's like what twenty four, twenty five, maybe twenty six years old, and to go get. A young uh, Evan Mobley out of the USC, in my in my opinion, he's uh, Chris Bosh like, and so now so now you have a a good backcourt that that's had at least two seasons playing together. Now they have they they have short up their backcourt. Now they just short up their frontcourt. So what do the Cleveland Cavaliers do in free agency? All you got to do is just go get some filler players, go get you a couple of veterans to play with these young guys that could develop these young guys. I do believe that it's time for the Cleveland Cavaliers to move on from Kevin Love. You know, I, I do that. I do believe that I do believe that he hasn't been relevant in the NBA since he last played with LeBron James. Um, so um, I do believe that he's in a way and he's going to hinder the production of these young guys. You know, Larry Nance Jr., you know, these guys uh, in Cleveland, they need playing time. You know, and I believe that Kevin Love, uh, with his in and out of the lineup due to injuries, I just believe that it's time for the Cleveland Cavaliers to move uh, move on from Kevin Love. I can absolutely, I can absolutely agree with that. His better days, um, you know, are kind of behind him. 
and moving in a direction, uh, getting guys like Evan Mobley is contributing to the future of the Cavaliers. Um, and, and as you stated, like, I honestly, I just don't see as you do uh, or as you, you feel, I don't see Kevin Love being, you know, one of those pieces that can be as huge of a contributing factor as he might have been in days gone by. So, um, yeah, I think that they're moving in the right direction. And I just kind of can't wait to see the fruits of their labors, if you will, uh, in regards to, you know, picking up guys like that and seeing what they're doing in this offseason and how they're preparing to come back stronger and harder than ever for next season. So I want to ask you a question, though, Bree. What was your your sleeper of the draft? Hmm. Mm, Because he was the number number nine pick, but I'm going to go with Davion Mitchell. Reason I say that, man, this man was defensive player of the year, you know what I'm saying, coming out of Baylor. Um, I feel as though he probably could have gotten a, like a higher pick in the draft, most definitely. That defense and, 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 and his tenacity and, and how he goes about dealing with his opponents is definitely going to be something that's going to be a problem for a lot of these guys that they're not going to see coming, okay? They're not going to see it coming. Nonetheless, he's going to the Sacramento Kings. So he has a great opportunity to kind of build. I mean, he's going to be on the West Coast. So West Coast, oops. hey, can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah, so the West Coast uh, for a long okay, – I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah the West Coast for a long time uh, has dominated, you know, or the Western Conference, let me put it that way. Uh, has dominated in years gone by, and as we've seen, um, that that balance sort of between um, Western and Eastern Conference, it's gotten a, a little bit. The scales are tipping more towards being a little bit even as it relates to competition um, in the West versus the Eastern Conference. But either way, um, this guy is has a very tough mentality. And I think that he's going to be a problem for a lot of people. They, again, like people just come and they don't need to sleep on the fact that he was defensive player of the year. They don't need to sleep on the fact that he has everything that it takes. If he, if he can get, if he can be surrounded by the right people to on his team to kind of continue to groom the skills that he already has, I can see him being first team all defense easy. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know what? I was, you know, I like I like Davion Mitchell out of Baylor going to Sacramento. You know, uh, him to go play with Darian Fox, uh, Rashard Holmes, uh, you know, and the rest of those and the rest of those guys up there in Sacramento. I thought that that was a great, great pick. You know, his brother uh, Donovan Mitchell actually tweeted out, you know, told Darian Fox to take care of his guy, <laughs> Davion Mitchell. You know, uh, most <laughs> in, uh, most in, most NBA analysts have compared uh, him to uh, Donovan. You know, but the okay, uh, it, the sleeper, the sleeper, uh, in my opinion, of the draft was pick forty-two. Pick forty-two, we got Isaiah Livers out of Michigan. He went to the Detroit Pistons. You know, and to have a guy of Isaiah Livers' caliber still be on the board at 42 is phenomenal. I do believe that 
um, the Michigan uh, run in the NCAA tournament was hard to uh, land because they had a lot of injuries going into the tournament. And for them to even have the next man up mentality and make it as far as they did even speaks to the coaching of Juwan Howard. And But I do believe if Ju- if Isaiah Livers was available, they would have made it to the championship game and perhaps even won it all, coming short one game short of the NCAA uh, title game. And to have a guy like him fall to the Detroit Pistons is uh, was a great pickup at 42. Uh, you know, he's going to a system where his former coach, Coach John Beeline, is working for the Detroit Pistons now. So I do believe that he's going to a great situation at, uh, with the Detroit Pistons. I'm excited to see him next week in summer leagues. Yeah, it, it's definitely going to be uh, – the Detroit Pistons have a lot that – like this just seems to be a great year drafting-wise for us. And I feel like it's been a, a great year drafting since I don't even know when, like <laughs> literally. So I'm excited personally to see what the Pistons are going to do this year, um, what they have to offer just as you are, DT. I'm a Detroit Pistons fan as well, so I'm always rooting and cheering for my team and, 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 and excited about every opportunity that we have every season to come in and to try to dominate in the Eastern Conference uh, and, and just try to dominate, period. Like, I think that we are getting a lot of the pieces to the puzzle that were needed in order to establish and create a great team and a great flow. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I would like to see if anyone has any opinions um, or, you know, what they thought about the draft and if there's any Detroit Pistons fans out there, what you all thought about uh, the acquisition or or draft of Kay Cunningham um, and then also the number 42 pick, DT, as you mentioned as well. Um, Do we have anyone coming in that want to share their opinions uh, about the NBA draft? Um, I think we do have someone calling in. Um, this is Brandon. I'm sorry, Brandon, please excuse me. Uh, Brandon, is he on the line? Brandon, are you there? Okay, we may not have Brandon. All right, so while we get that figured out, what we're going to do is we're going to take a very quick commercial break. We're going to give you all a little bit of entertainment, provide you with some music, and then we will be right back with more Women Love Sports. Who don't go anywhere? We'll be right back. All right. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Having a little bit of technical difficulty, but the show must go on, so we will keep it rolling. Uh, So I'm here with uh, the man himself, the man of Pontiac, DT, of Sports Talk DT, and he is definitely in here talking sports tonight. He's talking statistics. He is talking NBA draft picks. He's, we're talking Kate Cunningham, Detroit Pistons. We're talking Golden State, and and let's talk Lakers because <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I bet I know why you're laughing. I bet I know why you're laughing. Let's go <laughs> to the last. Okay, okay. Here we Lakers. go. Here we go. 
the Los Angeles Lakers gave up absolutely too much for Russell Westbrook. I mean, I don't approve of this trade at all. You know, it's a, it looked good on paper to, to say Brian playing with Russell. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get all of that, but LeBron James and Russell Westbrook, people of the same game. You know, when the game is on the line, who's going to take the last shot? Is it LeBron? Is it Russell? Who's going to be the one to pull the trigger? You know what I mean? Like, LeBron James is not the, the guy that's going to, oh, drive, kick, kick it off the Westbrook bang. Neither one of them are, are solid shooters. Uh, right. Solid shooters. It's good to say, it's good to say that yeah, he's explosive. LeBron is explosive. Uh, Russell is explosive. He's triple double man. Yeah, I get it. But when you look at the overall scheme of basketball, Bree, does this trade make sense? You gave you gave up KCP, Montrezl Hill, and Kyle Kuzma, and two draft picks. And does know, this? And, go ahead. Oh no! But, so and, and yeah, let me cut in really quickly because as you said something, I was kind of key. Um, that I hadn't thought about, but it's absolutely true. On paper, that looks fantastic. You have LeBron James, you have Russell Westbrook. Those two names in and of themselves are powerhouses. They are both elite players. They are both superstars in their own right. Um, However, you did mention something about taking that last shot. A truth to that is both players are not very solid shooters, as you mentioned. Now, Westbrook is a little bit more uh, of an attacker. So his his points are going to come from in the paint more than anything because, again, his, his shooting isn't necessarily as solid as, as it can be or, in my opinion, as it should be because if it was, he could really be that go-to guy at the end of the game no matter what team he plays for. So having that tenacity, the ability to drive to the basket, that quickness that, that he has, um, that's all well and fine, but um, when it's not – producing wins like you needed to, um, then you have to be able to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, well, well what else What else can we do? So he got to improve that shot. But I'm, I am super curious to see how this is going to pan out. Like, I, I really am. Um, on paper, it looks great, but to see what they had to give up, Kyle Kuzma, which, okay, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind giving him away. But Montrez Harrell, like, I really feel like they they didn't use him properly in L.A., and that's just my personal opinion because Montrez Harrell could have been such a huge, like, a, a larger piece to the puzzle than, than what they had him as. And then uh, KCP. Okay, KCP, love him. He was here. He was with the Pistons. Loved him with the Pistons. However, he, in my opinion, is more of a uh, – he either has to be volume or streaky shooter. Um, I'm not going to trust him at the end of the game. For the last shot, is more of a toss-up for me. So, in essence, what I'm saying is I'm not too sad that, um, you know, he was one of the, the casualties in this trade. Um, Montrezl Hero is probably the only one that I actually am kind of sad about them giving away. And I say that because I am also, because I'm a LeBron fan, I have to be an L.A. fan as well. I'm not sure how that's going to work out for everybody, but it, it kind of is what it is. But to, to answer your question, DC, um, I don't necessarily know if that was a good move for the Lakers. I guess that's what have to find out when the series starts. Hello? 
I, I, I don't know. I heard some reverb or something in the background. Hey, so, hey, so, so listen. Um, I want to ask you since you're since you're a LeBron slash Lakers fan, what's going to be the narrative if LeBron can't get it done this incoming season? So. And, and I'll stop you there, DT. There is no if he can't get it done. Uh, LeBron will always get it done. <laughs> Let me stop. No, um, I think that LeBron James has a lot of unfair, like, he he has a lot of people that place a lot of weight on his shoulders, and people expect and anticipate, and honestly, they can't wait for him to not be um, – that that guy that everybody expects and wants him to be when he falls short it's the end of the world if someone else falls short it's oh it's no big deal yeah well they didn't have the help they needed or they didn't have this and that they can make tons of excuses for everyone else but when when it's LeBron it's something totally different so you already know how I feel about that but um I wouldn't say that it would be a sad situation. I honestly could see LeBron being in the league for another anywhere between. I, I'll give him two to five the way he's playing. The way he's playing, he could do another two to five, maybe two to four. Five may be a stretch, but he can absolutely do another solid two years, possibly four. Um, if he doesn't get it done this season for L.A., I don't think that'll be the end of Brian or the end of the Lakers. I believe that they would come back stronger that following year. Um, they didn't win at all when he went to Miami the first time. but um, Well, not the first time, but when he went to Miami the first uh, season he was there, they didn't win at all. So, you know, you got to understand that he's coming into a, a situation with his Lakers team where, I mean, their record was incredibly to um, that, that bubble situation. So, um you know, they come back, they win a championship in the bubble, which is people don't necessarily consider a championship because of the circumstances. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of talent out there this season. Um, there's a lot of different teams and a variety of teams who have players who can get it done. And so my hope is that is that he can get it done. If he doesn't, I do not believe, though, that this would be like just the, the end of LeBron or like a, a – you know, situation where it's kind of like do or die. Like, he already has championships under his belt. He's already a champion. If he doesn't get it this this upcoming season, he doesn't get it. But I believe that he'll still have a couple more opportunities after that uh, to do that. Hello? Yes. Hello? Did you – hello? Can you hear me? Oh, is it – Hey. Yes. Hello. Okay, this is This is Brandon. Hey, no, this is not. No, I'm sorry. This is not Brandon. This is Sports Talk D-Boy from the Sports Talk DT show. And um, I was calling in to say congratulations and how you doing and um, continue to do the good work. And one more thing, as I was sitting listening to the show, I forgot that um, you are a true LeBron fan because all I was hearing is just about how LeBron this and LeBron that. Oh, my God. I give LeBron <laughs> at least two more years, and his chances is basically about he's not going to get no more. And I'm sorry to count the rotten egg on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Push the button on him, DT. Push the button. Push the button. <laughs> <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, congratulations, and how you doing today? Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And um, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I was doing well, actually, until you you brought that mess up about LeBron. But other than that, like, <laughs> so. 
You know, you was doing well until you put all the extra icing and ice cream on top and all that other stuff you did. Gee whiz. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got to keep it and I am a fan, 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 fan. So, yes. Oh, my God, yes. I, everybody knows now. If they didn't, they if really they know do. now. And now you know. And, and and while I have you, uh, D-Foy, and again, thank you for calling in and thank you for your support. I appreciate it. Um, do you mind if we get your thoughts on Kay Cunningham and the Pistons real quick before you go? Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Kay Cunningham. So, you know, um, the other day when we was on my show, you know, uh, when we was on our show and everything, they was being real rude to me. Like I'm not from uh, uh, from the Detroit area and everything. Like I'm not supposed to be a Detroit fan. But anyways, um, at first I was kind of uh, scared, weary, because I didn't know if Detroit was really going to actually, you know, pull the gun and grab it because, like, majority of the times we're grabbing number one player then trade him off. So this time – we got him. So now that we got the number one uh, draft pick coming out of the league, that he's going to bring new culture. He's going to bring that. Not to say that Detroit didn't have that winning drive, but he's going to give them more of an uplift. And by him being a great one through five player, we have very great chances of being at least like a number six seed this year. So I, I believe that he's going to this year. Coming and for the future, for the future, I'm looking at like a championship will be in our way, hopefully in the next three years. Okay. How about so that? So you give us how, how about it? So you saying within the next three years, Detroit Pistons will be champions again? If not, we will be a championship contending team. Okay. With, take, with the help also. of. With the help of our um, coach of the year, Dwayne Casey, because he did it, he did, he got it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, and I and and, and Dwayne Casey is is a fantastic coach, and he actually is, to me is what the Pistons needed for real. Like we we needed him. You know, sometimes there's a certain skill set. We've been through quite a few coaches, Stan Van Gundy, others, et cetera, but Dwayne Casey seems to be a great fit for the well, organization. Yeah, he, yeah, he kind of brought that that light at the end of the tunnel again. You know, he he gave the fans yeah. a, you know, an uplifting. We have something, yeah, hope. We have something to look forward to. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. And then by him picking up the number one draft pick, now we we he got all our faith now. You know, so I'm I'm glad that the organization picked Dwayne Casey up, and I'm glad that the GM and Dwayne Casey came together to pick up uh, Kay Cunningham. I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, I think, you know what, no, we we may have gotten your opinion on that in the beginning when you were uh, bashing LeBron, but <laughs> how do you feel about, the, uh, you feel about uh, Westbrook and, and everything that the Lakers pretty much uh, gave up to acquire Russell Westbrook? What, what, do, you, okay. what do you think is going to be the, the outcome with that? Okay, now, I'm a Russell Westbrook fan. Now, now I'm I'm a really big fan of his because when he when he get out on the floor he's on go mode and he's like at a hundred miles per an hour and that's what you need for your team. So and 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 if LeBron could just like 
you know, since he's a veteran and he know how it worked when he went to Miami, if LeBron could sit back like how Dwayne like how Dwayne Wade did and let and just be the facilitator, that would give the uh, that would give Russell Westbrook and A D a great opportunity to to do what they do. And if anything goes wrong, LeBron could take over and finish what needs to be finished. So I believe that's a great that was a good pickup. That was a great pickup. Hmm. And what and what they lost, it doesn't matter what they lost because you know, LeBron is with his high IQ, he can put he can make things work out. You got your you got your Man. main three your main three cores to do what they need to do. Man, hmm. Sports Talk D Boy and Sports Talk D Boy just officially signed his transfer his transfer paper. <laughs> Uh, this is so funny. We have a totally differing opinion in that. DC, let me get your final thoughts on it. Just your final thoughts on because D-Boy, so D-Boy, what you're saying is the Lakers did not give up too much. I mean, actually, in, in all our reality, this is Russell Westbrook. This is his value. You know what I mean? So, you know, no, they didn't give up too much because they still have something sitting in the background to help protect to help keep their line, to help keep their second line going. As long as they get a, 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 a six man, a good six man, and another backup big man coming off the bench, they'll be all right to go for a good run. I didn't say win. I just say go for a good run because don't forget, I am a Golden State fan, and them boys is getting their stuff together right now as we speak. Oh my goodness! Okay, so okay. <laughs> he is all over. I, I can't, I can't with you right now. Is what I'm gonna say. I just, I cannot. You wishing bad on my Lakers, and then you hyping up your Warriors. I can't do this with you. Okay, no, so, uh, no. All I did was just give everybody credit where credit is due. Okay, we'll we'll do this one credit. Golden State and their pickup, Jonathan Kaminga. What 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 do you what do you feel about that? And his and his being the the newest addition to the Warriors. That that will be that is beautiful because with the type of talent that he has, he's you know they are going to train him and they're going to put him in great positions for him to be great. And with the talent that he's has, he's going to give them that the missing pieces that they was missing for last year. Okay. So you, can you see them contending for a possible Western Conference uh, title and moving forward into the championship this upcoming season? Of course. They're going right, to make it so – I'm sorry, but I know this is going to put me off your show and everything. So I would like to give a uh, shout-out to your fans. Congratulations <laughs> to you. As for Star DT, I will see you next week. <laughs> so i got to say this. <laughs> <laughs> I would give a shout out to the engineers and producer. Relax, relax. So, IFM Radio, I'm, they're going to put me off after I say this. They're going to make it very, very hard for the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron and Mel. I'm sorry to say that. We're going to have a two beat. I'm going to say, hey, I'm proud of women. I can have something to say. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Sports Talk D-Boy. Hey, man, it's a whole family over here, man. This is what we do, bro. 
Thank you for that. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Yes. And I appreciate you. Matter of fact, I'm going to get my shop right now. Uh, uh, D-Boy, thank you so much again. I appreciate you. Much love. Uh, Relax and relax. Sports Park DT, ISM Radio. Um, hey, shout out to Kate Cunningham. Again, welcome to Detroit. Shout out to Detroit Pistons. I also want to shout out my little niece, my little niece, Pooh, Lizzie, Tiffy Luggy. Self-Conscious, uh, which is an awesome, awesome, awesome clothing brand. If you haven't heard of it, you heard of it now, Self-Conscious. So make sure you uh, check them out, selfconsciousshop.com. I want to thank uh, the engineers, the producer, again, Relax and Relate Show, all of uh, my listeners and fans and Women Love Sports, too. Let's do it, man. This is, this is episode one. It's going to get greater and greater. Oh, uh, no, no. It's episode no. two. You know what I'm saying? Y'all better go back and listen it to is. episode one. And guess what? Episodes. Hey, guess what? Shout out to Yak Town in the NBA, baby. Hey. Oh, all, yeah. all the time, most definitely. All we're gonna show what we made up. Isaiah Jackson, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna Shout show. To we're gonna Jackson. show. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, man, uh, man, follow us everywhere, man. Sports Talk DT, Instagram, Snapchat. Uh, you know, shout out to uh, the group page. Uh, shout out to the Sports Talk team. Sports Talk Day. Sports Talk D Boy. Definitely give a shout out to my daughters who always support their dad, Destiny, Demaya, Daddy, love you. Uh, man, we got some things for the come, so just stay tuned. I can't speak on too much right now, but you know, just stay tuned, hey, man. You can speak, hey, great guess day. what? You can speak on Unity Day, September the fourth. Oh, September the fourth is going down. Second annual Unity Day Sports Talk DT Relation Relation Show. Women love sports too. Uh, Honor Community Health Community Resource Network. One Eighty Church. Man presents the second annual Unity Day. Man, it's going down. Man, right in the right yeah, in the heart of the city, right in the heart of the city, Shout downtown. To Lorenzo, we gonna, man, man, we gonna block off some streets. Man, we gonna, we gonna bring out the outdoor mats. We gonna just have the art. You can basically walk up and down the streets of downtown Pontiac and just enjoy yourself, man. So be on the lookout for that September the fourth. It's going down. Second annual Sounds Unity good. Day. Hey, and yeah, and I, again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Women Love Sports 2 will be on ISM Radio each and every Friday night at 9 o'clock, so make sure you guys tune in. And until next time, who said it's a man's world, all right? Women Love Sports 2, all right? Y'all be smooth, and I will check in with you guys next week. Yes, sir, because right. guess what? We all do some overtime. You dig what I'm saying? Shout out to Superstar, Superstar K, man. It's overtime. That's what we do over here with these sports. We work overtime. Let's, Let's go. Yeah. 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 Shout out to Bree Renee. You dig what I'm talking about? Richie on the I got some people that know that I love them, but I ain't got time to make all them calls. I say a grinding shit, I'm really sleeping, the music and lean got me off the walls. If I gotta tell you, I love you to show it, then you motherfuckers don't know me at all. If I gotta tell you, I love you to show it, then you motherfuckers don't know me at all. My love work overtime. My hustle is overtime. I'm grinding like overtime. Now you when you run with right. Yeah. 
I'm getting nerdy, I'm deep in them trenches, I'm missing my babies, I'm up on the road. They calling like crazy, I'm chasing this paper to move out the projects and into a home. Studio going to fuck all these hoes. Just like a stripper, I can't put a dope. I hate these stages, I'm raging by paper like pages, I book it, then I gotta go. Ain't told the mom since I left from the land. So many cities don't know where I am. Charter room buses and planes waking up in hotels and then they about to set up like camps. Okay, she's sweating a nigga like damn. Even my woman, that's straight from the plan. Since I got married, my brother got life so man calling me, telling me, check on the fam. I'm out here jugging the streets once again. Profit the mood that they say once again. They back to making the play once again. I wanna see all of my niggas win. I gotta see how I jugger them them. Gotta cop three women, Bentley and Benz. Get on TV with a couple of friends. The hustle is real and this shit never ends. Hey. Sorry, I ain't took the time to call. I'm moving so that we get at it all. The balance makes it hard sometimes to fall. People that know that I love them, but I ain't got time to make all them calls. I say a brandish shit, I'm really sleeping, the music and lean got me off the walls. If I gotta tell you, I love you to show it, then you motherfuckers don't know me at all. If I gotta tell you, I love you to show it, then you motherfuckers don't know me at all. My love works overtime. My hustle is overtime. I'm grinding like overtime. Now you when you run with right. Yeah. Yeah. 